Hey, hey friends, it's Kimberly here with Specialty Care Management and Reiki and Coaching. I'm going to ask permission to go on a little bit of a rant. And that rant has to do with a word that frankly, oh, every time I hear it, I just got to tell you, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. And that word is compliance. And particularly as that pertains to individual members or patients. You know, we, word, we use words like um, compliant to indicate whether or not a patient, a member, is doing the things they're supposed to do, right? Um, and let me just explain why that really rubs me the wrong way. It implies that like a child, they're choosing to be disobedient to their parent, who's the doctor or the provider, the prescriber, whatever. And, you know, I don't know anybody who really has it as a desirable outcome that they want to be fat, sick, tired, lazy, broke, exhausted, sick, um, have a heart attack, end up on dialysis or, you know, not do well with their treatment plan. Nobody wants those things. So when we use words like non-compliant, what it really does is it puts, besides putting the member of the patient in a really bad light, um, it totally shuts the door on any stimuli as to why they're not compliant, right? So they're a big word that we throw around, social determinants of health. So I can tell you as a nurse, and particularly as a nurse coach, um, you know, when I sit down at somebody's sofa and I'm doing an interview, especially, you know, as a, I've got lots of years in home health, so I go out to do diabetic teaching, for an example, and I'm there to teach them how to be compliant, right? But I go look in their cupboard and they're bare, right? Or I look around their recliner and I see lots of Oreo cookies and Debbie Brownie snack cakes and, and things like that. I could think, well, this person deserves what they get. First of all, no good nurse no good provider is really gonna do that to a member, right? It's not gonna get you anywhere and it's certainly not helpful for the member. They're not my child, right? I have a responsibility to mind me. I, as a teacher, as an educator, as a coach, as a nurse, I have a responsibility to make sure that they have all the information that they need to make proper decisions that only they can make. The doctor's not gonna go or the nurse isn't gonna go to their house and take them for a walk and cook them a meal and tuck them into bed at night, read them a story, right? Not gonna do that. So there's so many factors and what we have to understand when folks aren't adhering to the plan I like the word adhering so much better than compliant. I don't expect a patient or a member to mind me or to mind their doctor. It's not their daddy, right? What I do expect is for the clinician and provider to be able to really peek inside that member's life to find out what's getting in the way. What are the barriers? Could be financial. Could be that, you know, for some members, they really don't understand how am I going to provide the nutrition that I really want, uh, you know, I want energy. I just don't know how to do it. It's expensive. Can't get out to the store. It hurts when I stand 
um, to do cooking. I can't stand for more than two to five minutes at a time, right? I got my little walker there, whatever the case may be, or you don't understand, I'm hungry all the time. And there's a thing that we have to understand, especially with metabolic things, um, diabetes in particular, it has a lot of guilt and shame around it and there's no place for that. Absolutely no place. If you wanna really help make somebody's life better, guilt and shame are not in that mix. Pathophysiology is in the mix. And what happens in diabetes, they can be swimming in a sea of sugar, right? Blood sugars are crazy high, but none of that is getting into the cell. Everything we eat turns into sugar. That's the fuel that our cells require to do the work of walking, talking, breathing, thinking, whatever it is, right? If it can't get to the cell, it doesn't matter what I eat. I'm going to be starving to death, even though I'm eating myself into a coma. They don't understand that. Right? So, you know, compliance going to get in the way of my being able to educate that member, having them check the guilt and shame at the door and really step in to understand what's happening. Why are they feeling the way that they do? And what can they do to turn it around? If sugar's not getting into the cell, how do I help it get into the cell? And once I figure that out, I can have energy. I'm going to feel better. I'm gonna look better, my hair, my skin's gonna be better. I'm not gonna get these infections. People that have out of control blood sugars, they end up with all kinds of skin infections, poor circulation, they get numbness and tingling, paresthesias, which make it difficult. They get ulcers and wounds on their feet because they didn't feel the kernel of popcorn that they stepped on and has been in their shoe for three weeks. Then they end up with this gaping hole that's massively infected. Next thing you know, they, they lose a little bit of their foot. And then the next infection comes around and now they have a below the knee amputation and an above the knee amputation. And oh, it's awful, right? Telling these folks or treating them like they're not being obedient does not serve anybody. It's not gonna create behavior change. It's not gonna change lives. Nurse coaches in particular are so adept at really sitting, going to where that member is, sitting in that space with them, seeing their environment, not just the fact that they're not taking their meds, but really looking in the cupboards. Show me your cupboards. Let's go through your fridge together. I have no problem going in people's cupboards. I'll peek around and really help them understand what's happening at a cellular level that's causing them to feel the way they do. It's not because they don't have any willpower. It's not because they're lazy. It's because they don't know. They really don't. And they don't understand what strategies that they have power over that can really change that story for them. It's not a matter of not minding, right? It's a matter of proper education and support, right? Support to figure out those strategies that are gonna work to help them take the education that they've probably got on a piece of paper, which who knows if they can read, right? Diabetes and metabolic things do a lot of damage to the eyes. Some of these folks have a hard time reading their prescriptions, right? So the nurse is gonna ask him, well, what does this say? Read this to me. There's so much. Nurse coaches are particularly adept at doing so much for your members to really help them change the story, change their outcome. 
So I have seen through programs like our CKD management or our Health Race 360 program, I have seen folks be able to get off of blood sugar and blood pressure medications, working in conjunction with their providers in as little as two months. I've seen people double their kidney function. I've seen people reduce their blood pressures into a normal level where they were on the verge of a stroke or they've you know had a stroke. I've seen people totally turn their lives around and it doesn't take forever, but it does take the proper tool. It definitely takes an understanding, not coercion, right? And words like compliant tend to, to me, that's why they rub me the wrong way. It means that they're not being obedient. They're not bending to my will, right? It's not my life, it's their life. I have the responsibility, the clinician, the nurse coach, the provider has the responsibility to really be able to help this member achieve their health goals. And that involves so much more than obedience. That's my thought that I really hope to share with you today. Um, and just, just if you could hear, hear it in my voice and, and in my heart, we can do so much to help people individually experience a greater level of health and wellness and vitality and happiness and self-mastery, that is going to drive the ROI for your plan. That's what's going to take those folks who are, who are soon to become the biggest spend if they're not already for your groups. That's what's going to totally shift it around for them. And you can't, I, I haven't seen it ever, and I've been a nurse for a few decades here, and working belly to belly with people at their and on their sofas and digging through their fridges, right? I have not seen those kinds of results happen with a flyer or a text or an app or an email. They those tools absolutely solidify and reinforce that helping relationship, that professional helping relationship that's in place. Absolutely. I'm not saying there's not a place for those things. But really, truly, uh, hear my heart, nurse coaches, they can be a fantastic ally for your plan and for your individual members to do that, that two-fold goal that we have in terms of health benefits. We want to reduce spend and we want to improve the experience for the member. And that's my, my thought to share today. Make it a good one. Bye, friends.